If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. The worst thing that could have happened to me in business happened. And I'm going to tell you the story of it. And I'm going to tell you what you can do to minimise the utter carnage (laughs) that comes about when you're poorly. Oh, yes, for three years, I had thought I was immune. And then, uh uh-uh, I got COVID. And it utterly knocked me for six. Uh, And I mean, utterly knocked me for six. I was out of action for nearly two weeks, and I felt absolutely dreadful. Now, I admit that I had been kind of smug, I guess, um, about the whole illness thing, because I don't get poorly very often at all. Um, And I'd not had COVID, and my husband had had it Christmas 2021, and was ill for a couple of days, but then was fine, but had to isolate for 10 days, so that was our Christmas that year. And I didn't catch it, didn't get it then. I've had friends who've had it who I've seen, didn't catch it then. Um, you know, I'd been to gigs, I'd been to big football matches, I'd been weddings, all sorts of stuff. Not caught it. And so, yeah, I really did kind of think that I was immune to it, um, and <laughs> somewhat naively. And then we went to Manchester. It's not casting aspersions on anybody in Manchester, but uh, the train was really busy on the way there with an assortment of football fans, a couple of football matches on. And I reckon that that's where I got it. I don't know this. I mean, there was nobody coughing or spluttering or anything, but that's what I reckon. So that was the Saturday. Monday, the Monday evening, I quite quickly, it developed quite quickly, this kind of sore throat. I started to get this, and I said to my husband, something ain't right, something's coming. And it was such a weird feeling that I kind of knew it was different to a cold or a cough. And so the next day I woke up and I'm like, oh, I am not well. So, you know, had I worked my way over the kind of the space of the next 11 days or so through every single symptom on the NHS website, the aching limbs, the, oh, the cough, the blah, blah, anyway, it was awful. So I felt really poorly. Nearly two, it was, I didn't leave the house for nearly two weeks. And yeah, I felt really poorly. So this wasn't just a case of, taking a day off, you know, or going back to bed one day or something. I was I was really poorly. Um, spent many days in bed. And so it's kind of inspired me to record this episode for you. Now I'm on the, on the other side, um, about how to run your business when you're sick. 
because there's, I know that a lot of people listening to this, a lot of my audience are solopreneurs, such as I am. It is just us. We might have an assortment of people who do specific tasks for us, or we might have our own coaches to to help us, might outsource a few things, but ultimately it's us, right? We're the ones who have to deliver and we're the ones who kind of make all all the decisions in the business. And when you're sick, you can't do any of that. And it can be catastrophic, can be total carnage for your business growth, can be utterly catastrophic. And I don't mean to catastrophize that at all, but this is, I'm speaking from my own kind of experience here. I was really poorly and I did not get out of bed and for nearly, you know, for nearly two weeks, which is a long time to have unplanned time away from your business. Now I go on holiday, that's fine. You know, I can happily go away for two, two and a half weeks like we do most, most years in June, but I've planned for it. And I also can also do bits of work as well. But when you're sick, you're kind of just, everything's just ripped out from under you. And you don't feel like doing anything as well, which is more the point, you know? You just don't feel like it. And you sound bunged up and you, <laughs> you know, and, it, it, and it's not great. It's not great. But what I want to share with you today is kind of what I learnt in the my two weeks of unplanned leave and also give you some easy ways that you can you can plan ahead for sickness which I know sounds ridiculous because you don't know when you're going to be poorly but there are ways that you can be smarter in your business and you can plan ahead in your business for unscheduled time off okay you don't have to be sick there could be any kind of crisis that happens in life because life throws shit at you okay so today today is about kind of helping you helping you deal with stuff that comes along unexpectedly and helping you be be smarter in the way that you run your business so that you this doesn't derail you okay this doesn't matter and i would just like to say actually that in the first week of me being poorly i actually i signed two new clients that week and i actually generated more income than I had in, in that one that first week of being poorly than I had in the previous the whole of the previous month. Okay, so this is not a case necessarily of <laughs> nothing happens in your business. Yeah, this is about kind of maximizing maximizing what you can do. Okay, because unless you know you can probably always do like an hour of something. Because um, even though I was very poorly, I could still do an hour of something here and there. So. The biggest lesson that I had here was the bare minimum is enough. We all spend in our business, we all spend, no matter how structured we are and how systemized we are and how many boundaries we've got, we always do stuff that doesn't matter ultimately, okay? And when you're poorly, the only thing that you have energy for is the absolute bare minimum, And for me, in that first week, that was two client calls to existing clients and two discovery calls with potential clients. So that was four calls, okay, that I did in that first week. And I got out of bed, did the call, went back to bed, okay? It's literally all I had the the energy for, but I knew that for an hour, I could convince myself that I was kind of okay. So... 
Four calls, all I did. Two with existing clients, two with potential clients. That was my week's work. That was it. And what I realised was, and like I say, I generated more income in that week than I had in the previous month. So yay, <laughs> it was worth me doing. But but what I really learned is that all the other stuff that I do, half of it, it doesn't matter. Okay, so focusing on sales activities is massively important. If you have limited energy, limited time, you can talk without coughing, whatever it is, focus on sales activities and focus on sales activities that are already scheduled in, such as discovery calls, things like that. I didn't want to postpone those calls. Now, I could have done, I absolutely could have done, and people would understand that but I didn't want to because I was uh, in uh, I was in a good place in my business and I built up the right kind of momentum that I wanted and everything was going how I how I wanted it to so I didn't want to kind of put that on hold and it was quite a difficult decision because I felt like utter shit right and I knew that I wasn't going to deliver um to my existing clients perhaps as well as I as I could do but it, you know it's all cool and what was interesting about the about the two discovery calls that I did. Now, my calls, um, anybody can book a call with me, a free 30-minute call. You are welcome to book one of those with me to talk about your business, uh, where you are at your business, where you want to go, and I'll offer you some quick wins, and then we can talk about how to work together, right? So I had two of these calls booked in, and I, I absolutely wanted to do them, even though I felt awful. And the thing was, because I felt so awful, and everything was bunged up, you know, it was horrible. So I wasn't really thinking, this kind of brain fog that COVID gives you, I wasn't really thinking properly right. So I knew I wasn't performing at my best. But because I was so focused on getting through the call and supporting the potential clients as they were um, on their journey, actually, they were really good calls. Because I didn't have the energy... Oh, my brain fog wouldn't allow me to kind of diversify and think about other things or second guess myself or have any kind of imposter syndrome come up. I'm just like, I'm going to do this. I know I can help these people. I am going to, you know, we're going to work through this for half an hour and then they're going to become my clients. And that's just how I went into the call. And it worked a treat. And I'm loving working with these two new clients. So this kind of um, just focusing on exactly the task in hand and not having headspace for any other, not allowing any other thoughts to come into your mind is brilliant. It's a brilliant way to be. So the bare minimum in terms of absolutely delivering for that time that you've agreed to be together, and that's it, and then you can collapse, you can go back to bed, but you've done the thing that you want to do. So focusing intently on the matter in hand, on the sales activity in hand. And then deliver to your clients as well. So the time I spent with my clients, like I say, I mean, I knew that I kind of wasn't on um, top form, I don't think, but but, that's, but that was okay. You know, we, we did the things that we needed to do and I keep copious notes for my clients so I knew where we were and I... I, I delivered as as expected. And a lot of my other work with my clients, so I have calls with my clients, but then a lot of my other work is through Voxer. So messaging, um, a messaging app. So we do voice notes and we do text through Voxer. And that's easy for me to do kind of from bed or watching the telly or anything. So it's a different kind of energy. So the energy that I used was, was on calls and it took, you know, a lot of energy and sleeps afterwards. 
So managing your sickness, managing time when you're sick is to do the bare minimum, but do do the things that you have to do or you, that you really want to do. You don't want to postpone. Focus on them intently, in, in, particularly if they're sales activities. Deliver to your clients what you need to deliver to them and then make time for rest and a lot of rest because if you don't make time for rest and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing, you're going to take much longer to get well, okay? And that's not what you want. You want to be over and done with as quickly as possible. So just saying, right, what do I need to do? Okay, I've got a call at 10 o'clock on Wednesday. I've got a call at three o'clock on Thursday. That's, everything else can go. And just trusting that everything will be fine if you do that. Honestly, it was the best thing that I, the best thing that I did. I mean, I wasn't really capable of doing much more than that, to be fair. But, um, but that was, you know, that was okay. So it's okay. So you do the bare minimum and it's okay. And that's, you know, it's a real lesson on how to run your business. And the fact that probably, like I say, even if you've got systems systems in place, even if you've got boundaries, even if you've got structure, there will be things that, that you're faffing about with. You sit in there and you, you realise you spent an hour and a half designing something in Canva. It doesn't matter. It ain't going to make that much difference to your business in the long run. If you spend an hour and a half on it or you'll bang it out in three minutes, honestly, it won't make that much difference. So adopting that kind of, I'm going to get this done and then I'm going to go, then I'm going to go and do something else, be that going back to bed or to be that doing something more interesting is a brilliant way to run your run your business. It's not about being slapdash, it's about being really, really efficient and using your time and energy on the things that actually matter, which is great, which is great. And so now I'm out of that and I'm back to not doing the bare minimum, you know, doing some extra stuff. Then these are some things now that can help you get ahead. And getting ahead is really great because if then you are sick don't matter nobody knows you've disappeared (laughs) okay um you don't have to share it with anybody you can your business can just keep keep running or you can actually then just take some time off which is lovely to do other things to live life to enjoy life to just go out and do something less boring instead uh if you understand that reference from the uh 1980s children's tv (laughs) show why don't you and the things that I would suggest that you um you do to kind of get ahead so this is future proofing as much as anything okay is batch create and schedule content not just social media content okay I when I was poorly I had I think two or three days worth of content scheduled and other than that I didn't. Oh my God, I didn't. And I did not feel like sharing anything on social media. I absolutely did not want to go on camera because I looked horrendous. Now, well, I mean, I was in my pajamas like for a fortnight practically. So doing my normal kind of content creation just wasn't possible. It wasn't going to happen. And so I had, can't remember, maybe like five days where I didn't, um, I didn't share anything. And that's really unusual for me. And it reminded me that I always need to batch create and schedule. And it's what I tell my clients to do. But, you know, sometimes we don't always take our own advice and all of that. And uh, it slips. But it's a really important lesson 
that this batch creating and scheduling, it, it makes such a difference to everything, okay? So be smart and get ahead. And I would suggest that you are always at least a week ahead of yourself, okay? And to start with, yes, that means that you've got to sit and you've got to create like double content, if you like. So if you normally do a week in advance, you've got to do two weeks in advance. But then once you've done it, you're back into your back into your routine. Um, and <clears throat> having this kind of batch of content will really will really help you, even if you don't act- actually schedule it. So you can schedule stuff directly in Instagram or use a tool like Later, um, which I've used for a long time. If if you don't actually schedule them, it doesn't matter if you've got things saved as draft or things in your phone that you can just ping out there. Okay, it's the important thing is that you've got a batch, a, a bank, sorry, of stuff that can go out when you need it to, and you don't have to create anything on the hoof. Because honestly, when I was poorly, I couldn't. I mean, I, I made one reel because I was like, oh, well, I need to share something, and it was just rubbish. I knew it was rubbish. I knew it wasn't going to achieve anything, but I kind of just did something to get something out there, and that's the worst thing that you could do. And that's you know. I've been teaching people how to use social media since 2009, okay? And that's something I would never, ever, ever advise people to do. But when you're in it, it's very difficult, you know, and you see you get this kind of panic come over and you're like, oh, everyone's going to forget about me, which is just nonsense. It's not true. But um, I suppose I'm just reassuring you that we all kind of feel like that sometimes, right? So the kind of content, uh, for me, there's three strands to my content. One is this, my podcast, and I am always a week in advance, at least a week in advance with my um, with my recording um, of my episodes, sometimes more than that. And really my objective is to be kind of three weeks, three weeks ahead. And I get them, somebody else edits them, I don't do that. So that's outsourced to... Um, to a fantastic company actually called Podshop Online. They're great, great guys. Um, so that's all outsourced and they turn it around really quickly. So if I send them three, I get three back within 48 hours. They have a really great turnaround. So I can I can plan for holidays and those kind of things and then get them scheduled to go on my website and I send an email out about them and I put a social media clip or two out. And all of that can be done in advance, which is great. So it means I can get ahead with all of that. So, And then I have my email marketing. I email my list twice a week. And if you don't get my emails, but you would like my emails, then just go to libbylangley.com slash email. I'll put a link in the show notes. And you can sign up for my email list. And I I email twice a week my list with useful, interesting stuff about how to be smarter in business, how to work less um, and earn more. So one a week, once a week, it's an email about my podcast and some kind of information surrounding that. And the other one is some kind of business lesson. And those can always be, they could be scheduled six months in advance as long as I've got the podcast um, podcast information. But that's a really easy thing to, to schedule ahead. So my Monday email, I don't want to be writing that on a Sunday, ready to go out on a Monday. I want to have it always done. There are things that you can plan ahead, okay? These don't need to be reactive. These can be planned ahead. And then the third thing for me, so I've got podcast, email, social media, And social media is really easy to batch create, 
but it takes more discipline and routine because whereas you might have one podcast, two emails a week, you got seven social media posts. So the the volume is more uh, for sure. But there are ways that you can plan your content smartly. So for example, I've already said from my podcast, I can make one, two, three, four even social media posts to go out. So I'll do another episode about how to repurpose your content. So listen for that in the future, future podcast episodes, because that'll be really useful for you. And that is, um, so repurposing your content is a really good way of doing things, but kind of not overthinking what it is that you're talking about. So not every social media post needs to be something new and revolutionary. You can talk around the same topic a hundred different times because your topic is your topic. So this is about reminding people what you do and how you can help them and how you can work with them. So you can certainly batch, you can do a brain dump and then you can create either those graphics in Canva or little videos or however you're going to do it. And you you can schedule it all, right? So you can schedule it all. But if you are always at least a week in advance, preferably two, then actually you just can breathe. And if you want to take Wednesday off, you just blooming well take Wednesday off. doesn't matter because everything's done, okay? As long as you're there to service your clients and to do your sales focus, your sales activities, jobs are good in, right? That's all you need to do. And another thing that I would suggest to do is automate everything that you possibly can. And this involves investing in systems, but... If you invest in the right systems, it's absolutely worth the investment. There are some things that are worth investing in in business and systems that make things easier and a coach that will help you get where you want to be are two of my non-negotiables. And I would suggest they are two of your non-negotiables as well. So you can automate lots of things. If you have discovery calls for your clients, like I do, if people want to work with me, we get on a call first. Then having a Calendly link or some kind of online calendar link. I use Calendly, where people can just click and book. Easy peasy. I don't need to do anything, okay? You can have links in your Instagram bio for people to sign up for things, to listen to things. There's a link in my Instagram bio to buy my book. All these things that are sales-focused activities income generating activities, perhaps people can buy things off you like they can buy my book or to get people to to, to get on a call with you. Yeah. All the things that we want to do to keep our business running. We can put links to those in our Instagram bio. We can put them on our LinkedIn. We can put them in our emails that go out. We can put them, we can put them everywhere. And also freebies. If you've got some freebies, a free lead magnet, something that people can download, if you share the link to that or share that on in your social media posts, it's going to keep people coming into your fold. It's going to keep just keep the wheels of your business turning, even if you need to take time out because you're poorly or, oh, I don't know, you know, the cat needs to go to the vet, whatever this stuff is that happens to it all. And by automating all this stuff, actually, you are always present in your business, even when you're sitting on a beach, sipping a cocktail or in bed, feeling like utter shite. It does not matter. Your life can go on 
for pause for illness, but your life can go on whilst your business is generating leads, inquiries, nurturing people, making connections, all of that stuff. It's it's a clever way to run your business and it's actually less work because everything is more strategically planned. You've thought about everything in advance, therefore it's all on a... Um, you know, it's all kind of on the right topic, on the right, you're not going off on tangents, you're not having to think of stuff on the, off the cuff, you're not putting out a post because you just need to put out a post like I did when it was boiling, you know, it was rubbish and it's never going to achieve anything. So it was a waste of time. Um, <laughs> so you're not doing that. You, that doesn't happen. And you'll get clients on autopilot, which is an amazing kind of side bonus to this, but it frees you up to just live life as well. And that's what you want from your business. It's, it's superb. It's a, it's a superb way to, biz, to run business. So for me, being poorly was a great reminder of how important this stuff is. And I've been teaching people how to do this for years, okay? But as I've said, in our own businesses, sometimes we don't quite 100% follow what we encourage other people to do, which is why coaches need coaches too, right? But being sick absolutely sucks. There are no two ways about it. It's awful. It's horrible. I do not want to have to take another two weeks out of my business because it was no fun and I just didn't feel like... Anyway, I didn't even feel like watching the telly and I love watching the telly. So it shows you how poorly I was. But being sick sucks, right? But it's a part of life and it will happen. But being smart in your business means it just kind of doesn't matter as much. And the thing is that being smart and doing the bare minimum in your business, cutting out all the waffly crap that we do, focusing on sales, sales activity, batching and scheduling as much content as you can and automating everything that it's humanly possible to automate means time off for the nice things in life too. So by planning for sickness, you're actually planning for joy and happiness and all the good things too. And that's what I call a really sensible business. That's what I call a really great strategy. If it's sickness that makes you do it, fine, let that be the catalyst. But oh my God, you're going to reap the rewards from implementing all the things that I've talked to you about today. So yeah. So that was lessons from my sick bed, <laughs> my musings from when I was poorly. Thankfully, I'm no longer poorly. Um, and thank you for joining me today. It always means such a lot to know that you're here and I'm in your ears and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.